Hello and welcome to Now That's What I Call Radio. This is episode nine. Um, I mean, landmark episode. What, what more is there to literally <laughs> say? You know, landmark once again, episode. a week has passed. Seven days. You know, we're down. Is it? I always get rows and columns mixed up, and that's not good because I'm a computer programmer. But when when you go down a new week, is that a row? Yes. What are you? Yeah, columns go exactly. this way. Like so, when I when I go down. To a new week. That's that, a new row. That's a new but row. you are moving vertically, so I get why it's confusing. We're well, in column two. You okay. See, it goes row then column. Okay, I understand. And, and let me tell you something. Rules like that never help. Do you want to? You want to? No, no. I have the rule. Are you ready? <laughs> you enter a building, and you go to the elevator. You go up the elevator and then out to your room. Bam! You'll what? never forget it. Now. Well, that made no yeah. sense. <laughs> you yeah, did not tie the word sense. row or column into that at okay, all. Think, into think into of a spreadsheet. A all right, all right. Think I'll, of a I'll spreadsheet. Okay. <laughs> think of a hotel, then a spreadsheet. Problem solved. Okay, no, 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 no. Think of a spreadsheet as a hotel. To get to a room, you have to go vertical first, and then out. In the hallways, out to your room. But where's so, row and column? <laughs> well, yeah, when I'm you're not programming, sure when you're programming and you're I- using brackets, like like a two D array, it's row then column. <laughs> oh, vertical. Too all right, all right. Okay, okay. Wait, right. wait, 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 wait. Come on. All, all you've done so far is establish that a hotel could be laid out on a spreadsheet. <laughs> this is not now. That's, <laughs> that's what I, I call Microsoft Excel. Let's keep it moving. Okay. All right. Well, I have something to say though. Those rules really never help. Like dessert, how you spell dessert. Sweet and sugary, dude. Or yeah. sandy and salty. I've had problems with this my whole life. Wait, and the other one no, is no, like- No, no, no. Sandy and salty. And I know this that- is a controversial issue, but like in something 90, in something ending in two, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I have no freaking clue except for the year ended in two, you know? <laughs> 1492. These, these, well- what about good for you, man? Okay, I, I took multiple AP history. There's classes. other ones that aren't so like. There's other ones that aren't so like catchy that do work. Like for example, Wednesday. Learning to spell it. I mean, come on. English you is never, also just kind of a dumb language. You never forgot like, Wednesday. Don't that are even lie. Not quite as catchy, but they work really well. Like no, you walk no, in a hallway you know and go up the elevator. Come on. You know, no, 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 no. Here's what Wednesday is. Wednesday is a prime example of how schools bake in bad philosophy into us from children what i got an idea here i got an idea here yeah yeah we all we all can take a thirty thousand foot view and say this is a dumb spelling of the way this word is pronounced but we've all just had it baked into us since we were young influenceable children that we can no longer question it all right hold on hear me out here what would Del the Funky Homo Sapien say? <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> he'll probably incorporate it into his rap. He's got it like on beat. Definitely Wednesday. He's, he's got to break it into the syllables, man. Del would yeah. say, I'm grateful that I had my accident in Europe because the healthcare system is what saved my life, and I'm not <laughs> confident America could do All the right. same. For the new listeners, uh, yeah. We are now. That's what I call radio. We talk about music here, yeah. not Microsoft. <laughs> this is a Excel. music podcast. That's why I tried to wrap it back around to Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Oh. Oh. It's a smorgasbord podcast. I whatever the, crosses the like line is. What that's we're a good about. word. Smorgasbord. It is a good word. Wow. Well, album of the week. Cody was on it this week. I am, or was. Yeah. This the is week's the over. end. Was yeah. twice. We are on a new row. Say it was twice. 
You mean we're in the elevator. We're in the elevator right now. Before we even get into this, I just want to say, how dare you? All right. How dare you? Yes, normally I listen to the album of the week for the first time in the afternoon right before I come to the show. Did you already but know this, this week, one? I saw that was a Thrice album and I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm no, about no, no, no. Thrice. So None I go in happened. and I listen to Thrice and I think that's a great time. And then the first time that I actually bother to be proactive about this show, you punch me right back to being the Internet's laziest music nerd by changing it up in the middle of the week. None of this <laughs> happened. There is no empirical proof of this. Anyway, the only album I chose over I the last I week. saw Cody. No, you, I know, you know saw nothing. Saw. You saw it, nothing. Hypno Toad even said you saw the nothing. The album of the week was thrice for about twelve hours. What, no, what <laughs> vision <false>. could have <laughs> possibly <laughs> occurred to you? Like at no point was I taken through your psychic process of suddenly deciding that this great thrice album isn't worth got, being talked got about. Three words: rum and coke. <laughs> can't argue with that yeah exactly all right cody just, be, just so we don't get demonetized you mean coca-cola though yes yeah of course yeah but that's four words so it's not quite as good rule of threes comedy it's still rum <laughs> rum's not gonna get us demonetized we're all above the age of 21 we're good anyway onward the album of the week is neurosis's the eye of every storm from the year 2004 uh aaron kind of posted that it is their eighth album on the Facebook post. That was Jake. Yeah. Or Jake. I don't know who runs it. It's cool, man. Because we're all modded Dude, now. Dude, it's okay. And so I can't just it's be like, okay. it's just Aaron. Give me credit. It's, it's fine. I'm giving Jake credit just now. Just so you know, I have to come up with that little one sentence introduction. And sometimes I had one of them take me like 30 minutes to come up with a good one. Was wow. it this one? He's complaining and no, we both no, do like I... entire write-ups for the show. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it's a one <laughs> sentence thing, bro. It's rough. I just, I don't want to taint the opinion too much, but then I don't want to make it sound boring. No, I hear so, you. Yeah. Anyway. But uh, I guess a little introduction to the album. Like I said, it came out in 2004. It's kind of a departure from their previous stuff. The band started in 1985 as a bit of like a punk thing, a lot of Black Flag influence. And by this album, it had like converted into this very ambient metal act with like 12 members at this point. Maybe not that many, but it seems like it. I love how the more ambient you get, the more members no, you need. You would think it would Always. be less. Check <laughs> this out. There was literally at this point of the band a member specifically dedicated to Atmosphere. Wow. That's all he did. I'm not really sure what that Dude, entails, I, but I, I know he's like in the liner notes as any Atmosphere. Amount of payment for just toggling pads on a Yamaha for eight hours. Yeah. I'll that sounds it. worth it to me. You know, oh, yeah. Hiring hiring a guy for atmosphere still makes you more useful than hiring a scratch, a record scratcher for Slipknot. <laughs> I'm kidding. Whoa. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, here's my thing about it. You hear him about 2% of their discography. You'll I've hear him. I've honestly heard like five total Slipknot songs, so I don't know <laughs> That's how surprising. often. Yeah, I never liked Corey it that Taylor much. Corey Taylor is respectable. Oh, I have no issue with the way. band. Except for I his rap effort. That was terrible. Yeah. But I think, yeah. just, you know, total side note here, I, I got into Deftones. I did not get into Slipknot. So yeah. White Pony was that album when yeah. most people were listening to Is Iowa. there a dichotomy there between Deftones I just think Deftones are a lot spacier. It appeals more to like no, but like, like is there like a phantom rivalry? Like no, the don't. one gang is always terrorizing the other gang, and you killed my friend, so I have to kill your friend. I don't think so. Okay, don't bring gangs back into this. We learned our lesson last week. I'm just trying to get a full map of all the music dichotomies out there. Yeah, like I I learned a while ago that if you like vaporwave, you can't like sea punk, and that just blew my mind. I mean, you're both internet weirdos. Yeah, I don't know what either of those <laughs> are. Right? Maybe that says something about me. No vaporwave, sea punk. To Sounds be, dope. To be clear, I have no hate for Sid the Slipknot DJ. I just 
I just think that he gets <laughs> the Sid, shaft. If you're listening to if, this, Sid, if you're listening to this, you should have got more runtime. <laughs> anyway, dude, if you're a bass player on ninety percent of metal albums, you're also getting shafted. That's just my opinion. Yeah, but uh, the bass is so freaking important. But, my bop of the week has a killer bass line. It's in it, true, just, though. Most people don't think about the bassist. Well, and like, a most of the guitarists are playing with like. 14 billion strings so they can gent as hard as possible animals as leaders I've, when i saw them the first time in like 2011 it was just two dudes with eight string guitars and a drummer yeah it was awesome who even need who even needs a bassist honestly like you're there just to vibe anywho basically Not true basically the prominence of your bassist is how vibey of music you make the exception of this being primus whom i hate what you have to fill in that low end somehow but that does, you do. That has absolutely nothing to do with the album of the hey, week. That yeah, I know. We're not sailing the seas of cheaper. Cheese. Who's cheaper? Bringing a bassist with you, feeding him, clothing him, hoteling him for the entire year of your tour, or just getting a sound engineer to pitch down the guitar and roll off the high end? All right, it doesn't matter. Let's album get ambient with it. Let's get ambient <laughs> I mean, with it. <laughs> album of the week is Neurosis is the Eye of Every Storm. I think I might have actually already said that. Yeah, I think you did, but it's, I mean, we needed, we need we, to like come back around. Yeah. We needed no, no, no. a refresher. We've gone on a tangent this week. It was Sid from Slipknot. Rather Somehow than we're Bell. more focused. The more people Dude, we have. Sid from Slipknot. <laughs> yeah, how is that? Yeah. Our Oliver tree episode, God bless it might be the most focused episode we've ever had. And there was like 10 people on it. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Uh, I will, I will start so that you don't have to. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. We, we let him start last week. That's good enough for one season. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. I'm going to start with the positives. Oh, we got cons this time. <laughs> Nobody has ever said I'm going to start with the positives. <laughs> we got wait, wait, cons. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. My teacher to... never comes to me and it was like, wow. Logan, let's start with the things you do well. <laughs> okay. Uh, yo, I need to throw myself in serious reverse because that did not come out of minute too well. <laughs> okay. Legit. <laughs> I was just trying to say, let's start out with my, my like my favorite things about it but then it came out horrible yeah you're like i actually okay. have mostly cons regarding this album <laughs> no that literally came out wrong i really liked the album a lot um but i wanted to just point out my favorite things um i absolutely loved it, it had such a strong opener that oh, yeah. first song that song burn is fantastic oh man that um, yeah, I'm pulling up my notes here because I take oh, notes you, during I, the album. Wow, you're kind of you know? like ruining our brand. Yeah, we are literally the internet's laziest it's, music do, nerds. No, no, no. It's because I'm so lazy. I will, I will forget. I will <laughs> okay, forget. That's fair. Oh, he flipped it. He flipped the script on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's, you guys, you guys are remembering it. You guys well, are less lazy. One than might I am. say that he went up the elevator before walking through the. <laughs> <elevator>. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, struggle <laughs> analogy of the season. No, but get this, like. That that moment in the first song when he when he screams "Don't let it steal your" and then it just and hits. That is, yeah, wow! Like when that hit, I was immediately sucked into the album. I um really liked it. I really liked that scream yell thing in the title track. Like the whole the way he was singing that whole song was awesome. There's two vocalists too. I couldn't tell the difference. They so. do sound really similar, but like there is two different ones and i didn't realize how different they were until i saw this band a couple years ago they played the utah state fair park like at night 
with like a storm rolling in it was the perfect setting for oh, that it, is but. perfect so it's not like a dance gavin dance situation where you have one guy who scream raps about broccoli and the other guy is like this perfectly auto-tuned singer <laughs> sure sure cool. or, i don't know i met johnny i figured Craig you'd have I, opinions on dance gavin dance. i never got into him it, 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 I tried. Sounds, it sounds to me like you know some audio engineer somewhere is really doing his job if we can't tell the difference between the two until they're live one of these guys you know yeah they definitely have a similar vibe (laughs) all i know i yeah usually i educate myself pretty good on the band members this time i didn't and i didn't even know that it was two singers there's the guy with the purple hair i know him the bassist <laughs> yeah well yeah. Oh, he was either a vocalist or a bassist. bassist what was all that you were saying about not <laughs> oh no 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 i'm he saying the hair not the he instrument had to dye his hair purple because he's the bassist, bassist always doing crazy <laughs> stuff like we get it you don't have to compensate with how little people care about your part in the music by looking and acting crazy yeah okay but <laughs> okay but seriously I, mean, I have things to say but jake jake Proceed. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't want to dominate, but like, I just thought that the album was really good. The thing that it obviously kind of makes itself a little bit unique with is also the point that I'm usually, it's harder for me to like atmospheric things. So I get it, like, part of their thing is they are very atmospheric metal, which, I mean, I, I know that there's a lot of bands that do it, but frankly, a lot of metalheads probably do unless they really delve, are not going to care that much about atmospheric metal. And I think that this is more of a niche, niche, niche. You're, you're, you're like, who, trying, wants to, you're, who wants to hit me with that? You get to decide. That's, Have an opinion. I, I would go niche because niche sounds Nietzsche sounds, sounds French. Like, like I'm not gonna have it. I'm going niche. niche. Bre- breakfast quiche. This is a kitsch. <laughs> this is <laughs> breakfast <laughs> kitsch. Is like oh my no, never gosh. mind. I don't uh, have I'm the just, wit I'm to support that. I'm just trying to get my my review out here, and we're now we're talking about quiche, Dude, bro. You're literally always okay. trying to get your review out there, and nothing <laughs> good ever happens. Sidelining, but legit. Um, I think that this album does what it wants to do very well. It's just whether or not you're in the mood for atmospheric music. Mm. That was my review. If you're not in the mood for it, probably pass this one. If you are a fan of atmospheric music and you want a good vibe, this is fantastic. It's great rainy night music. Like Fanta- that might sound yeah. odd, but like it really Perfect is. Perfect rainy night. Quick music. question. What's music that's good even when you're not in the mood for it? Death metal. Ooh, that's a good question, bro. I'm just like, trying to understand like if there's something on the other side of this. The thing is some of my favorite music ever, like top tier music for me, if I'm not in the mood for it, I'm not going to listen to it. Mm. I don't think that there's music that'll transcend your mood. I have, I have one album that maybe does that. Ooh. I have never felt not ready to listen to Drake's More Life. Mm. All right, at, let's keep it at moving. At any yeah. point, I can <laughs> always throw on Passion Fruit. Like you're in the, in the car raving with the homies. Or it's late at night and you're typing up your anime novel. Like, it's perfect for everything. Been in both situations. Right. Very relatable for everybody. Yes, absolutely. No, the album this week, here's what I have to say about it. You know know where I come from. I I always (laughs) like listening to things that I can ultimately work to because I'm working too often, maybe. But I'm, I'm usually working on stuff and I can't just dedicate all of my resources to music very often. And, um, I, I have to admit, you know, uh, when Cody picks the album, 
having known Cody for quite a while, I always kind of expect some high octane, something that is going to absolutely require brain energy. And I turned this one on, and then all of a sudden I was vibing, just sitting there and programming, and it was a good time. And I I have to say the the moment of the most impact for me on the album was right when the vocalist comes in on the first track. I love I, I guess there's two vocalists, but whoever sings on that first track, very cool voice. It's like really low, rumbly, not screaming, not nineties grunge. It's like this I don't know. It's it's very deep and Yeah. Not, not quite a Dave Grohlism. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. And that's what's refreshing about it. It's not screaming and it's not over there in the 90s yeah, it's, grunge scene. It's a fan- fantastic vocals. Very cool vocals. Yeah. I've never heard vocals really like that. I mean, the closest I could compare it to is actually, it's like almost, I mean, it's like a raspy crash test dummies or something. It's like really low and but rumbling and, and um, very cool production throughout this album. I like the idea of metal ambience and industrial sounds, you know. I, I have an infatuation with industrial sounds, and I did not feel like they were overdoing it. Um, I also didn't feel that they overdid the ambience where I wasn't, like, lost. I understood what was going yeah, on. Yeah, I agree with that mostly. The tail end of the album gets a little too ambient for me. Uh, but but mostly I agree with I that. I wanted to bring the Devin Townsend project into it because he's done more like metal of this nature but i have always kind of had a problem with his approach to it because it just it it's like his vocals can't quite pull off that sound it feels very empty but this vocalist really is delivering something that is refreshing to listen to like i think I, it's exciting to listen yeah to. Like, like again i don't want to just repeat myself but the way he sang on the eye of every storm duh that is freaking I mean, cool. I really recommend giving this one a spin. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Title track was great. I also, 1985, I cannot believe how long and prolific, how long these guys have been around and how prolific they are. Like, yeah, I mean, so many albums. Part of, the re- part of the reason I did put on the thing that it was their eighth album is because it's their freaking eighth album. Yeah, how many like, bands have yeah. that? Who, who even makes it to eight albums? I mean, okay, there's plenty that make it, but you know what I'm saying. On average, the they don't make it that far. Against you. Exactly. And especially to be on the eighth album and still have good albums. Yeah. All right, Logan. Logan. This is my review. Start with the positives. This is my review <laughs> of the Hiasu by Thrice. <laughs> it's not even pronounced right. How do you pronounce it? Visu. Visu? Yeah. I don't know. The man turned Christian, and I don't know if Kitch. this was before or it, it, after. Or Nietzsche, some might say. Kitch, Nietzsche, bro, call him. Nietzsche. Is that his name? Wednesday. Nietzsche. We're listening to the al- <laughs> Wednesday. We're listening to the album Quiche by uh by Thrice. <laughs> what? Why change it? I, I really like the Thrice album. Yeah, it's a great album, but you know, sometimes you just, you know, you've been drinking some rum and cokes and you're just like, all right, you know. So are you acknowledging that it did change? So now you're acknowledging Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. No, I only had a rum no, and no, no, coke. I'm no, saying- I said sometimes you have, no, which would be I, multiple. I, I'm saying you're <laughs> implying that the album there no, actually hypno-toad. was. No, Hypnotoad. I Hypnotoad told me. Yeah, there was no album change. <laughs> Hypnotoad. It was this album all along. Do you, uh, if we return to Thrice, I have something to say about it that probably will get me shot. Shot. That's you want to enter the death threats race? I, ooh, no, yeah. no, by oh, one oh. of you guys. Go ahead. I'm actually kind of no, curious. I don't have a gun. So. Yeah, I want to know. It is not. 
good okay no, is that where you were going <laughs> with that no, no 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 it was actually really good i because i listened to it you know in those 12 hours there was no 12 I, hours I, I actually but listened i'm to glad the that you like went out of your way so to check I, this album out i actually listened to the album of the week three times this week no there was only one yeah so one I'm glad bonus you know, listen yeah. jake I'm, I'm glad we both randomly found this same album totally weird coincidence <laughs> yeah you guys gonna hijack that's, Cody's that segment? you know what guys Apparently. that's the invisible hand right there that's the <laughs> this great is the invisible hand of market <laughs> coming to say it was always neurosis the astronaut with the gun is at your head. Yes. And always it was always been. neurosis. All right. I'll just say it. Okay. I only listened to the album once. And so this is a completely not based in anything top of my head thought. I couldn't stop the vocalist. I couldn't stop getting shine down out of my head. Pro- I, I'm sorry. I don't remember what the vocalist sorry, of shine down sounds like. Just, so I was word. like, wow, this guy is like the shine down singer. Okay. Sorry, about neurosis. <laughs> Enough Anyways, about quiche. I, no more quiche. <laughs> no more about quiche. <laughs> I just kept tossing controversial statements Cody's way, and he didn't pick up on any of them. So I now don't I'm sitting like here. controversy. What are you talking about? I've never said anything controversial. Well, that's true. And you also never gave us a replacement album for I didn't. the album of there the week. Yes, there, no oh, Cody, there was only one. Yes, no Cody. There was only one. Cody is kind of evil. You know what, though? It's chaotic. No, evil. no, I respect. It's way down in I the corner. I respect the dude. Because you felt strong enough that it needed to change that you changed it. and I mean, there was no my, change, but I'm glad that you feel that way yeah, if yeah. it had happened. But like, that, my, my point feels is, that you could do yeah, that. Yeah, I appreciate is, that. My point is you went through with the change. Even, I mean, hypothetically speaking. Yeah, right? of course. But, yeah. but <laughs> hypothetically speaking, I just wish it would have been before I listened to the Shinedown album. <laughs> I'm kidding. You and I are going to have a fight about thrice <laughs> know, right, later right, at some point. I was, Logan, give me your <laughs> thoughts. You know, I think we've all been there, whether we've literally had a rum and coke or whether we've spiritually had a rum and coke em- emotionally. Uh, we've all been in a place where we feel like getting in our feelings a little bit. And some of us retreat to Marvin's Room by Drake and some of us retreat to Doomgaze albums. <laughs> Me, I, I consider myself, you know, that little bit of both. That guy that can throw on the slowed plus reverb Drake mixes. Oh, yeah. And the guy that can also enjoy a good blood hail. Arrowheads, arrowheads, arrowheads. <laughs> I like that you called it slowed and reverb instead of chopped and screwed. That brought me joy. Anyway, onward. I'm nope. not totally convinced that DJ Screw used reverb. By the way, have you heard of a chopped and screwed artist called Rabbit who remixes Evanescence into no, Chopped No, I'm and interested. <laughs> it's pretty great. I have time on my hands. I will check this out. Yeah, it's it's one of the trippiest electronic experiences I've ever had. All right. Uh, nope. Don't talk to me about Slowed Plus Reverb unless you listen to whole Eden's discography on Slowed Plus Reverb. Of course they have that out there. <laughs> I, I mean, he's basically just like a, um alternative brand Frank Ocean, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Is, is it controversial for me to say that? No, no. I feel like I'm in hot water with <laughs> no. Eden fans right now, so I'm you treading are. a little yeah, lightly. You are, you, are. You, you are, but... I went and gave upvotes to all of those comments, by the way. I was like, this is funny. I like this. <laughs> I'm just saying that... If Frank Ocean is the Ferrari, then Eden's like the Lotus or the Martin. But my point, or uh, the thing about it is, whenever Eden, whenever Eden does live streams, he plays Frank Ocean songs acoustic all the time. Makes he sense. he loves Frank Ocean. So Makes sense that you got the parallel right. Also, to that redditor comment, I'm not sorry. That's all I'm saying about it. 
<laughs> they probably won't. They're, they're they blocked not our podcast. Yeah, no, I know. Gave us a thumbs down. And here's the deal. Here's the deal. I know that you are not a fan of the show. I know that you didn't go out and listen to other episodes. So you couldn't possibly understand that I operate from a perspective that is deliberately tailored to incite people like you. As oh. the sole member of the podcast Logan, who loves controversy. Logan, people without Logan context. says this all the time. <laughs> people without context are just, they're worried. They're thinking that somebody got into your head. Out there in Reddit land. <laughs> you know what? I encourage this because here's the deal. I'm off on my own little island. I'm off on this show. I'm completely protected. I can just ignore you if I want. I have no Reddit account that will get dinged for oh, this. No. I have nothing that you can deplatform me from. We get, I'm safe. You, you, are, you are screaming at a cloud right now and you are imagining that this cloud is screaming back and I'm happy to do this with you all day no, no, but understand that you're going to lose. We have sidelined so hard. <laughs> Hard. They are not, yeah. a, not this imagining is a Del two point <laughs> Del two point <laughs> Not imagining that the, the cloud's screaming back. The cloud was the screaming cloud back. is screaming <laughs> yes. back. Let's yeah. be clear. Yeah. Any, anywho, neurosis. 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 No more. No more quiche. Uh. And elevators. Well, like, I. I don't ladders, know what and elevators. There's a <laughs> real parallel. You know, I I consider myself an entertainer. First and foremost. And actually, before that, I consider myself the Richard Stallman of the music industry. And actually, before that, I consider myself... Actually, let's stop there. That gets a little deep. A Taylor Swift fanboy. But... Oh, what, no. I, what I want to say... Folklore, I've, heard, folklore. I've heard genuine love for Taylor Swift come out of your mouth. Okay. Uh, oh, I can't rabbit hole you anymore, dude. I honestly, I have a, I have, it's okay. I, I'm having fun listening to this. Were, was it folklore that broke the camel's back for you? It was folklore, and Lover did it a little bit too, because like reputation came around, and then it was cool to hate Taylor Swift. Yeah, and you know, like even if I like somebody, you know, friends or something, but then you get with another friend that's like, it's funny how this guy does that, and you can be like, Haha, yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> and that was kind of what that was with Taylor Swift. You know, I'm palling around with Kanye, and I'm being like, haha, yeah, she is pretty funny. But now, now that Taylor's come back into my heart, I have to admit, you know, we were always close. We, we were go. always we like go. this right. together. No more quiche and elevators. Okay. For real. <laughs> but, for real. But, but folklore is freaking amazing. No, it folklore is, is great. Like, folklore yeah. is literally every reason that you stopped listening to Taylor Swift, come back and listen to folklore. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I so also good. have to plug, though... Uh, individuals from the national were involved with the writing and producing of that album go and give the national a listen as well there's mm-hmm. they're definitely also the free nationals anderson pack's backing band because there's a guy in there in it neurosis okay neurosis neurosis uh i mean i don't get what you guys are going on with the vocals i thought they were honestly the weakest part of the album really Bull. yeah like like you didn't even like the moment in the first song no, in fact, the first song was a huge turnoff for me. Really? Because I, I mean, I listened to this album fairly late. Would you have said that about twenty minutes ago before we said it? <laughs> Actually, yeah. That that was something that no, it genuinely surprised me when you guys were like, the vocals are so amazing because they honestly turned me off the farthest because I was not approaching this from like a Devin Townsend metal perspective. I'm approaching this from like a Have a Nice Life Palo um shoegaze doom gaze perspective like that's the type of way that i approach that music and so when he comes in and i'm expecting to hear like this ethereal ghostly whining and instead it's like dave grohl 
It was it, not it was Dave kind Roll, of a turnoff no. for me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Interesting, but I found the atmosphere and the composition itself to be incredibly endearing, engrossing. You know, really atmospheric metal in this section of genres is just something I can get so lost in because in a way that electronic music can't really do metal can just sound like it's everything at the end of the world. And you don't really get that all the time when you're listening to, I mean, electronic music emulates dystopia feelings, I think really well, but like this grand tidal wave flooding the entire earth type noise. I don't think there's anything that can do a quite like atmospheric metal and doom gaze. Um, and so that's why I was kind of hesitant to give my review of this, because honestly, I just like it. I have a small qualm with it that Dave Grohl is on vocals, but for the <laughs> most part, I find it to be an incredibly solid, well-produced album that's definitely going to go into my backlog of Apocalypse songs. Nice. Yeah. I would also like to say that Dave Grohl came around as a member of bands after Neurosis formed, <laughs> so I think Scott Kelly might be in the advance here. Him and Steve Von Till. Maybe Dave Grohl sounds like them. You know, I'm just trying to appeal to, like, the the average redditor who listens to our show yeah. fair who who whose discography basically consists of like five british guys and um he, he wants to maximize you know the red in their faces as they write a blog post yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the goal when they get on reddit and they're just pissed off like if this goes on r slash metal it's just gonna be logan hate in the event that someone comments on it they're like that guy sucks i hate it yeah well let and me, I'm going to be like, here's what, his personal you know website. What, Redditors, I do have one thing to say to you, and that is, I don't like Dave Grohl, period. I, I At really, all? Um, do you like him on the cover of Playboy Cardi's album, Die Lit? No. No. <laughs> oh, that's him? Yeah, that's him. Doing the front flip thing? No, no, no. Playboy Cardi was photoshopped in doing the front flip. Oh. It's just a picture of a, not a Nirvana show. I think it's a picture of a Foo Fighters show. I see. Yeah, I'm not into Dave Grohl. What about as all? a drummer? Really, I'm not. I don't like his style. What do I mean, we not like about Dave Grohl, though? I, I wait, think, wait, wait. You just used Dave Grohl as a poker chip on why it was bad. So what do you not like about Dave Grohl? Well, I, I'm just saying that the contrast between the shoegaze angle and Dave Grohl vocals was too much for me. Uh, I, I went into it expecting a certain vocal style to accompany I, the I just, sounds. I just and I did not get that. My problem with Dave Grohl, I think he's pretty pretentious for the scene he's in. It's like... Like, you, of all people, were at the right place at the right time, and grunge, while is, I, I do, I like certain grunge songs and albums, um, grunge was not like a particularly amazing time, in my opinion, in music history. A matter of fact, it kind of squashed out this experimental side that I'm really into of the early 90s. And it just kind of replaced it with this deadpan, just the 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 metal music, and and I don't think anything amazing was going on there. There's some pretty cool narratives, and I think that they definitely told the story of the '90s youth with that music. Like I, I very Not as much as Ice Ice Baby, very '90s, you know, and it has it has um, narrative to it, which I think is cool. But the music itself, I'm not that into. I don't think the musicians were anything special. Yeah, but the pretension of grunge is in its anti-pretension. You know what I mean? But that is so... It just doesn't work. Yeah, but then, but then, like, true, but then it kind of flips itself on its head because grunge is very pretentious, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's where you get, like... 
I, I know Smashing Pumpkins technically isn't grunge, but I think like Billy Corgan is the face of that attitude. Like Absolutely. he comes through, he comes through on Siamese Dream and parts of Melancholy. Like he really doesn't care. But you wouldn't have made Melancholy unless you really care. Yeah. That is a very long album. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's very involved. Anyway, you know, there it is on Dave Grohl. But no, uh, and grunge, good album. Um, we win a few places, but very seriously, give this one a spin. It it honestly did. It was one that re- was refreshing to me sincerely. Like I turned it on. I will turn this one on again. Speaking of Machine Girl, has come back pretty. Is it's a real force in my life at this point. I yeah. I enjoy Machine Girl. Like I I really do enjoy um the albums that are recommended here. But this is one that I I do think it's a fresh music experience. I recommend going to give it a listen. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Have you seen music these guys live? As Cody? an art form. Neurosis? Oh yeah, you already talked play about play it. As the storm was rolling. Yeah. 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 That would be a vibe. Perfect. What do you saw this with Chelsea Wolf? I have a real, real question. Because I actually don't know. What do you do at shows that play vibe music? Stand there. Do I myself. do I like wave, wave back and forth with the crowd? Like, nah, cross your arms and look angry. Really? No, I don't know. That's what I do. No. <laughs> that's, here's, <laughs> that's, here's one thing: you. This don't, is a genuine one thing. Curiosity. Honest to God, I have no. You idea. definitely don't want to interrupt the vibes, which I have done at shows that I wasn't supposed to do that. Which I I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do it until I got there and found out that the whole fan base was very artsy, and I was like, oh, I can't. I vibe to this music oh, how I want. Who like this? as unto who? Regina Spector. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's, yeah, it's just because her fans were jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, you can't just make sweeping statements about what a, grou- a You're group's right. fans are I like. I detract it. All right. <laughs> I, I, it's just at the show we were dancing and they told us to stop dancing. <laughs> like security or fans. Her fault. That's not her fault. And that's not even her fans' fault. It was just some dude that had a bad day, I guess. Should have punched him. Yeah. But Take a note from the hardcore book. You're dang straight, and I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm watching it. Um, music philosophy. So I had a thought kind of hit me this week that I thought I would just pitch. Um, so it has to do, I mean, it, it is a, a circling subject matter, but it has to do with your emotions being involved in the music that you enjoy. Um, and I guess I just wanted to make the statement. It's like, I don't think anybody can speak objectively about music and and you know opinions cuz like you'll 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 see people come off very passionate and and start chewing at another person and then somebody comes in as the reasonable one but i have to believe that the reasonable one <laughs> i'm the reasonable the this reasonable is because of one, the reddit comment the reasonable one yeah. also has a position that is biased in some way right so i guess my my point being at the end of the day I do believe people ought to just say what they want to say about what they enjoy or dislike. This is about me and you, Logan. This well, is, it's, or it's, it's about me, you. It's me, you, and Echo Eck One Thousand. You know the song say? "You, Me, and the Bourgeoisie." It's me, you, and Echo Eck One Thousand. What the heck is Echo? Oh, no, no, no. That's hey, the user no, who posted oh, the blog here, post. Here's the reality that I'm trying to establish, though. Nobody can formally win. Kate, there's not winning. You're right. You don't win. The point is, it, the point is mutual respect. That's the point. 
Well, it's not your thing. That's my that's my point. If it's not your thing, yeah. Who are you to start ripping the person down? Like literally you have zero grounds to do that. And that's my stance on it. You can hate the music. You can you can say really whatever you want about the music. It's when it starts bleeding past the music. That is where I have a problem. And so like, yeah, if somebody comes in and they're the reasonable one, yeah, they probably are biased, but it's probably because they're sick of people using media music as a platform to attack people so yeah i mean that that's the way that i view it i am not defending echo well, 1000 though well but but, I, but you know what i'm getting at i i actually i'm trying to understand where you're getting at so you're saying people use music like somebody say an anonymous critic in a basement somewhere the was trying to say something Logan. about an album was or sorry was trying to say something about a person that was an attack on that person, but went through the album to attack that person. Is that is that what yeah, you're that, claiming can happen? That's, that's what I'm claiming can happen. It's okay. not what I'm claiming necessarily happened with Echo Egg, though. Because in that case... I need to go read this comment. What you, what, what, <laughs> yeah, I think we might need to have a live, a live reading. Can we can we do a live reading? Yeah, let's do a live reading. All right, just um put heck in. Yeah, heck. for for the uh, for the underage this is, viewers, guys. This is a rare point in the show because if we get any bigger than this, we're gonna stop reading Reddit comments live on air <laughs> unless they're this funny. If you want us no, to read your Reddit funny. comment, make it scathing, and we might read it live. If there's enough hate, <laughs> complain funnier. As a as a fellow <laughs> hater, as a fellow hater, I will take it upon myself to read your comment. All right, so this was posted in r slash Eden by, I believe, Yeah, Aaron, I posted it. And somebody replied, this was last week's episode, mind you. This was directed at Logan, and I knew about two sentences in. This is what it says. I knew that when I would listen to it, there would be a lot of criticism. I really like Atu's music, so I tried to understand their points from someone who listens to other rap. Some things they said I completely agree with, and some others I don't. What I hate the most about this podcast, not just Logan, podcast... Is not the criticism about the music, the comments about religion, which is ironic considering at least two of us are fairly religious, but, um, or about the topic about rap, but rather about that one guy who basically said that he finds British rappers goofy or hard to take serious. Oh boy. I understand that people agree with this, but the guy was being completely oblivious about the fact that he sounded like a major heck hole. It's not what he said that I am mad about. But the fact that he was laughing at the fact that since this person is British, then it automatically isn't good. I'd like to hear what other people who listen to th- who listen think about this. He just seemed not to care, and that he w- he was being disrespectful and a heck about something so trivial as an accent. Not meaning to rant, but it pisses me off the amount of disrespect he showed. Edit added more sentences. I feel like that part's really important. And then someone did reply. Totally agree. Like, you can have your opinions and dislike it or whatever, but this guy straight up said, and I quote, I don't respect British rap, end quote. Like, what? I don't respect British rap. Don't say that. Do not say that on this show. The producers will have a literal fit. Wait, it's literally quotation, I don't respect British. That's like the nicest way you could ever say it. I don't respect British rap. Yeah, no, I think that was a verbatim quote. Yeah, but the point is, you did say a lot of things that were incredibly blunt right but like in this is not even the case i'm talking about though because like this case you didn't attack echo Eck 1000 at all (laughs) i'll attack him now you did however (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'll attack him in a few minutes. <laughs> you did, however, attack Atu, and that's up to him how he handles that. But my my whole point is when go. when when right music listeners when music listeners right us at this table when music listeners use music as a vehicle to degrade the character of the other person yeah that's the problem i have yeah. and that is what i will police and don't be respect don't be disrespectful and and do not say that you do not respect <laughs> british rap <laughs> yeah Never this, say this, the, uh, this is the worst i've been meaning to get to this point because i'm very passionate about it i've been meaning to get to it forever yeah, and then my example case is Echoic, and I'm ticked <laughs> off because this is the worst example. Not an ideal platform yeah, yeah. to like start building. Hopefully, off of. you can see the actual point I'm trying to get at, though. Like this example sucks, but the principle I really am passionate about. I'd like to give a shout out to Epoch Strata. I love Brit rap, grime UK style. As the resident grime expert of Nitwick. Yo, God bless. I'm down. I'm down with British rap personally. Like Logan's got some issues. We all got issues. I don't. We, we got to acknowledge this. I think yeah. British rap is the epitome of rap. No, oh. don't don't. Okay, all right. I'm kidding. I, that one actually kind of hurt me to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, that I just wanted to bring though to the table that it's like the reasonable one. You know, whoever responds back and forth, we're all biased, and this is just art. Art is controversy, and it's an enjoyable conversation. Mm -hmm. I I feel like I, I'm deciding in my head like how much I want to attack Echo Echo One Thousand over this. Make a Reddit account. No, absolutely not. Again, as soon as anonymously. as soon as I go from being the cloud to being a physical building or person by which they can deface me and put graffiti on me. Is and Echo Echo One Thousand an Avenger? He, he, yeah. is now. he is they now. Are now. He is now. They are now. He is now. We need to go grab his Reddit profile picture so we can I, use it in collages. <laughs> I don't want to like... I'll look it up later. Okay, save it. I don't want to um, like hash out too much personal feeling on the show because we always got to keep it at a thousand foot level, right? This is just discourse about wiggly air. Thousand foot crutch level, yeah. Yeah, thousand mm. foot crutch, specifically. <laughs> a band a band that I didn't have never heard of and I suspect oh, nobody heard of. You don't. You I have unfortunately water. heard of them because there is an old hardcore band from Pennsylvania named Crutch and it's spelled K-R-U-T-C-H. Oh, wow. You know how impossible it is to find Crutch information yeah. on the internet because Logan, that's, that's that band? That's their logo. That's Logan SEO problems. You think, you think New Metal is dead? No. You have not listened to <laughs> Thousand Foot Crutch. Dude, Thousand Foot Crutch was a defining moment in my music history. It's when I realized I had gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Jake liking them, too. Yeah. Like, this is a thing that exists in my brain. <laughs> it's a wrinkle in there. Oh, man. I no, I mean, remember that. <laughs> I broadly agree that, like, character attacks are not okay. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't attack Atu's faith. I wouldn't attack like Atu's journey. And I hope that that's not getting conflated with what I'm actually saying, which is basically just my literal perspective as a human being. Like, okay, Echo Echo 1000. Here, here's my personalized message to you. <laughs> Step one, don't be a high schooler anymore. Step Zing. two. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Generational. All right, all right. Yeah, you don't know, be a that's personal. We're boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> Let me roll that one back so that way I can stay on brand. Here's the deal. 
when people come into discourse about these types of things, all we literally have to offer is our own perspective, right? So when I come forward and I say something like British rap sounds goofy, you should just automatically append to me. And the fact that you don't automatically append to me tells me something about how you handle criticism in your life that goes way beyond the 10 minutes of a podcast that you pretended to care what other people had to say about. I don't know. The blog post demonstrated some caring. It did. It did demonstrate I, I some caring. It demonstrated more caring than most people would have cared. Absolutely. So but let, let me just impart onto you this special, special bit of wisdom that you'll learn if you ever go on Twitter is that anytime somebody says something stupid that you disagree with, interact with it. Just A, interact with it, fight back. Echo Eck, <laughs> here's what I want to commend you on. You did the perfect thing. You responded back. Always feed the trolls. I am purposefully trying to get this reaction out of you, and you are only stimulating me further. Yeah. This is what I want. And, and I don't want personal attacks, and I don't want policing. I want passionate discussion about these things that we care about. If you feel like I don't respect British rap music, good. Good <laughs> that you feel that way. Tell That's me why I'm wrong. Bring, bring me up to speed. Tell me how I should have expressed something. Tell me what I'm not considering. And, and show me why either my actions or my opinions are wrong. Because that's all I'm trying to bring out of people here. Is this passion, is this fire. Because we all care about this thing. Yeah. And if I, if I can append additionally that comment that you need to understand that all perspectives are personal and I'm not going to add the to me for you. That's something you have to do on your own because I'm out here to try and add 100% impact at all times. But furthermore, I lost my train of thought. So you win this round, Echo Heck. Let's move on. No, I, I get the point you're getting at, though. I didn't trust teachers. No, it's good. It's good. I didn't trust politicians. A good reminder for all. Yeah. yeah. I didn't trust people on the evening news. Fantano, if you're listening to this. You're, I, I burned out hard at the end there. I, was like, no. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. No, anymore. no, you had a good direction. And and people do that with, like, uh, it started bugging me with country music, too. Like, people would just be like, all they sing about is beer and trucks. And then, like, I've been trying to get into country music lately. Haha, ha, laugh all you want. I'll make you a playlist. But, like, country music is a oh, really... Dude, easy fun attack for so many people like the same people that stan eden and british rap are the people who attack country music for having silly southern accents and all being about the same thing true there yeah. are certain things that are publicly memeable and, and and definitely i agree that it's like that's a silly concept if, yeah. if that doesn't apply there then it shouldn't apply yeah it, it's all fair game like i i similarly think it's disrespectful to be like all country music sounds the, the same I will personally suspend it because I think it's hilarious to say that anything sounds the same and is goofy or dumb. Uh, but other people don't necessarily share that opinion. And first and foremost, I care about your ability to express that. Yeah. No, no, I get it. Yeah, no, that's a good perspective to have on the way you speak. Frankly, it's hard to get to the point where you know that that is your intention to what you say. But once you yeah. know that, then yeah, I get you. Well, I, I think, but, but I, I can't lie. Sometimes up front, the way that you'll say things is like, like if you didn't know your intention behind it, it can be pretty brutal. Right. Yeah. In, in the ten minutes, this kid listened. Well, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to pretend that I'm like totally in Oz behind the curtain. 
I am just straight up expressing how I feel about something, and it is on the it's the burden of the audience to understand that that's personal. So yeah, yeah, fair play. Uh, I'm on chasing a bag. Yep, Nitwit presents chasing a bag, chasing a, a jag. <laughs> Yo. Nice. <laughs> We're friends again, by We're the way. <laughs> Unless Jake is really mad about we, what I just said about we, Echo Act. We got to keep it a mystery. Though. And let <laughs> me just tell you, all you starving artists out there, I have material. All right. Um, we love Damon. He's not able to be here tonight. You know, he watching, uh, though. made a bit of a mockery of chasing a bag a few weeks ago. You know, with that lady, I don't, that I don't lady think fumbling Lady Gaga made a mockery of. This yeah, I'm not segment. really sure where you're going. With Bless this. his heart, though. Like I got his point, bro. I just I threw him that rifle raft. The rifle raft. <laughs> I threw him that life raft, and he snipped the rope. I'm just, I, <laughs> he said bye. I'm Damon, I love kidding. you. Carly Rae Jepsen was I, I right there. Damon is watching right now, so oh, he is boy. listening live. Well, Damon, Damon, we love you, we love you dude. We literally miss you so Damon, bad. Damon, anger reacts only. Wrong. And uh, we do miss you. Um, but chasing a bag here, it, it, it does go hand in hand with a bit of, you know, it's not what you know, but it's who you know, which is what I brought to the table a few weeks back. This week, though, I, I wanted to bring something very important. And that is feature culture. Oh, oh, all right. Man. Oh, you want to? Tr- DJ Khaled. You want to <laughs> <laughs> climb oh, that man. corporate ladder? You got to know the feature game. You got to know who Ty Dolla Sign is. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be. No. If, if you know only one name, let it's got to be Ty Dolla Sign. Let this be clear. Ty Dolla Sign better be on speed dial. <laughs> I like to call this section diversifying the portfolio right you can cross genres you can put your name against Should you did you know i no. think i think well <laughs> i would like to point out from the chasing a bag perspective i will argue strongly yes you should <laughs> don't be one Corey of, taylor's no, rap then, single i can one-up you there i can one-up you there there is a power metal band from i want to say sweden called within temptation and they did an album with exhibit whoa yeah like, it's, you know, we put the thing in your thing so you could... Yeah, like the Pimp My Ride guy. Yeah. It's very bizarre, and I'm not sure I like it, but it's like one of those things where it's so unique and odd that it's obviously going to draw people in. Mm. But it's, yeah, it was like it's like a symphonic metal band. Like, I see that Nightwish sticker up there every week, and I think of somehow to tie in highly operatic women vocalists into metal bands and this is me doing it with them temptation has it's not an album actually it's an ep but it's an ep with exhibit rapping on a song that is, diversify yeah, your portfolio yeah, diversify is. your portfolio you too can pay twenty three hundred dollars and have snoop you know, dogg on you your know, own track you know, it's true you know, yeah he he's the hitman <laughs> he is the hitman. I, i'm developing snoop. my uh like integrity versus uh money rainbow right now per damon's suggestion and it's like all right, I need to come up with an artist who's literally only doing it for money. El- Snoop okay. Dogg. I just Snoop asked the Dogg. question. All ad revenue goes towards Grief Gang Snoop Dogg feature. I asked <laughs> I asked the question to the masses. Who has a more diverse portfolio than Elton John himself? It you know, is you know, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled rivals Elton John. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Hey, and, okay, I want to bring this to the local homegrown level, right? So we all know that there's those accounts out there on fiverr 
that have better reviews, you know, you need to make friends in your league and you need to make friends. All right. And as you do this, you will find yourself in social circles, unprecedented. You're going to end up, you, you will have a shot at getting into the industry and you too can know what it feels like to rap side by side with Ty Dolla Sign. That is your destiny and, and diversifying your portfolio is a key step to getting One Where's day, the line between Fiverr to Ty Dolla Sign? Look, just halfway. You, uh, you, it doesn't matter. It's a snowball effect. You start on Fiverr, next thing you know, you're in the same room as the Ragged Twins. It's true. Get to be good you, friends with you the know, Fiverr guys. You know what blood vessel this just put in my brain? Huh. I love it. I love that. <laughs> that that you could probably go on Fiverr right now and hire a rap feature. Like I, I just never can. thought dude, that there are probably guys out there on Fiverr who are like, I will rap on your song no, for dude, money. They'll rap for like ten bucks. Big time idea That's is make, make the Fiverr album. I want to do it. If you guys crowdfund <laughs> me, we can make this happen. Crowdfund us. We want to make a Fiverr album off of eighty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody pitches 20 and we just kind of hope. These are affecting unsupervised children of all colors. The hip hop industry makes billions putting out stuff like this. Ah, yeah! All right, Logan is delivering the news. Oh, no. I thought it was me. <laughs> oh, Cody! Oh, no. <laughs> Logan's yeah, like, like, here we go, dog. Hold on. He was going for the phone. He's like, Google.com. Oh, no. Echo Ek 1000's gotta... Reddit history. <laughs> Literally so, all r slash Eden for the record. <laughs> I for music news this week. This is a flashback to what Damon brought up a while back that Kanye is Rip actively Damon. trying. Yeah, nope. Damon, J- we miss you. Hashtag he just Damon, said. Damon he just. Is, said, I don't know if this is too sensitive, but I, I won't say his reasoning. But he'll be back next week. Oh, that's good news. Yeah. I was going to say hashtag Damon is over is over party <laughs> canceled. Damon, you're canceled. No, for not Damon being here is today. back next week. Hashtag. Bring don't him you back. ever put Damon's name in an Oliver Tree beam like that ever again on this podcast. <laughs> you know, it's a Taylor Swift thing though, right? Or a Kanye West thing, right? Or Taylor Swift thing, right? <laughs> At this point, they're the same. Anyway, right, Cody, Cody. <laughs> They've merged into one <laughs> entity. So a Kanye while Swift. back, Kanye Damon Swift. brought up that Kanye West was running for president. Oh, yeah. And I'm watching his campaign kind of just go down in flames which is really funny because as of today, it was either today or yesterday, I don't see a date on this news article, but it popped up within like the last 24 hours. Uh, Kanye West qualifies to appear on the Tennessee ballot. However, he missed out on Missouri, Wyoming, his adopted home state and his home state of Illinois. Oh, Illinois. He did not make it. Did you hear that pocket cast gang? He didn't make it. <laughs> but, Y'all could have put Kanye West in office. You can use st- specific five pocket cast people. You guys can still write in. You can still do a ballot write in. But, yep. but he did make Utah, right? He did make Utah. He did make Utah. Um, That's according to Missouri, <laughs> the state of Missouri. It requires ten thousand signatures to get you on the ballot for a presidential election. He oh. only got six thousand five hundred and fifty-seven. Only six thousand, though. That's kind of you a know lot. Kanye West making Utah yeah. gives me a lot. Uh, makes me feel a lot better about being in a white people rap group here. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> like sure. it. Just it no, makes. No. Do you know the only reason he got on the ballot is because he did that free show between general conference. No, <laughs> not, not, not to get political here, but um, 
pretty sure the Kaysville City Mayor had, a, had something to do with Kanye <laughs> on the ballot. What? <laughs> yeah. What uh, happened there? It's it's. I mean, too, this is a little local. It, it's but. too was, local for the show. No, we'll tell no, you after. She was going to host. No, it was in, it was it was national news. She was going to host the first concert post quarantine oh, in yeah. the United States in Kaysville. Our backyard. Here? It was, yes. was going to be the first concert, and it was, it was national some, news. It was some. By the way, guy. to all you death threat people, I'm quickly moving out of Kaysville. I'm so, moving uh, in. Send you me will have to redox threats. me at some point. <laughs> Looking oh. at you, Echo Ek. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's going to be one of those. It's either Echo Ek or you get to each other first. Yeah, you, you you could you could turn this into a the. Dude, my timing on my joke. Spy versus spy. <laughs> No, I was going to say uh, uh, the most, da- most dangerous game mm. is what I was going to say, but um, I didn't Hunting do the people on an island. Really? That's that's <laughs> where this is going right, to go. All right. Cody, Cody. We Listen, need- we've envisioned many endings for the show. Cody, but- <laughs> we, need, we need more news. That, 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 that's was there more news to be had? I don't... If you don't have another item, I have an item, but only once you're done. We've always traditionally done one item for it's, news. It's uh, Nope, nope. Last week I did scurvy. And yeah, Paul McCartney. Most of the time <laughs> we talked about scurvy was me making fun of the fact and like wishing death on people. <laughs> that was so, so funny. Jake. All right, Jake. I'm curious. I've All milked right. that scurvy joke for like oh, this been, whole week. I, every I turn I can make it, I'm like, time to start making fun of James a dude with scurvy. And scurvy and meat carrots. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, that's uh, one of the things. Eating the meat carrot. <laughs> I love just saying that now. So All right. I mean, my, my news is always so... Oh, that was a high whistle. Sorry. My news is always so freaking biased because it's always about the stuff that I love. But Skrillex is doing home tours. What? He's doing bids on going and hanging out with him for a day. Bruh. And all proceeds go to like helping kids with cancer. Nice. So, I mean, if you've got a deep pocket, go hang out with Skrillex. Literally, it says, pull up and hang with me. And I'm like, I wish I could, bro. What do you think Skrillex smells like? Bad. I think he smells like monster. I bet you he smells like Axe. Mo- I, I, I think he used to smell like Axe when he was in yeah. from first to last. Yeah. But now. <laughs> oh my this gosh. is what people listen to the podcast. <laughs> now this is content, boys. Let's go. Oh man, Axe is definitely final answer. No, but um. Anyways, I just thought it was actually cool though because. Like, first off, that's pretty awesome, like, being able to go hang out with him for a day. And then he's doing all the proceeds to kids in need. It's pretty cool. I thought that was cool. And you know how this half of his head used to be bald? Yeah. He grew it out just a little bit and did it neon red now, and it looks rad. Oh, that's sick. He, yeah. He, yeah. He you know what? Like, that's uh, cool. Right. His so head is cool. Steps for artists in quarantine. Number one, make a lo-fi bedroom pop album. Yep. Uh, number two, start making people pay you money to hang out with you <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like these are the two moves that you can make and yep. if you really care do it for charity honestly some artists i would just pay them straight just pay up them to hang out yeah. you know what i'm not even gonna front i would pay people to hang out with me <laughs> take that you know what, echo Ek, that's for your compilation right there he's at home just he's got like a big old wall no, no, of things no, that echo, echo Ek never will hear this he's echo just Ek, got like red yeah. strings echo like, he gave us a one star on apple podcasts and kept it moving be careful you never know what trail you're leaving behind <laughs> yeah. there could be a podcast episode that has a 20 minute feature 
on what you did on the internet. <laughs> it just might. You know what? If you write me that many words... Hold, hold up, hold up, though, because I have one more thing. Because I think there are artists that I like the music of that I would not hang out with for free. Oh, interesting. There are a few of them Distinction. Here. Like, I... I like Blueface's music. I don't think I could hang out with Blueface for more than five minutes. Not because he's not a good guy, but because we would have nothing in common <laughs> and nothing to talk about. So, I mean, isn't that kind of an interesting emotional concept? That it is. You know? That, that is actually really interesting. I was trying to think of ex- people like that for me, and I can't off the top of my head. I would head. hang out with a brave little abacus guy, though. Oh, dude. He seems chill. He seems so we're, chill. We're to uh, Bop of the Week. By the way, we do keep maintain a playlist it is in the link to the show along with we'll repost essential links like logan's website as well is the subreddit in there in the subreddit i oh, would God not bless. hang out with Corey taylor so hit up i would i don't think so up. i was pretty interesting i also playlist. would not hang out with taylor swift because i i don't feel good enough for her you know like oh. i'm not the man that taylor swift would accept yet all right no self-pity bobs of the week okay. jake <laughs> Self-pity's getting pretty real. Dude, no more quiche, bro. No, okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Quiche and elevators. All right, bop of the week. Elevator I. Quiche. That's a TV trope for you. You know what? I'm curious. I think I'm one of the biggest Midwest emo fans in the Midwest right now. <laughs> and I challenge you, Pocket Cascade. You're in the West, man. It counts as Midwest. I don't some think until cast- after Denver. I... Mm, yeah i mean i get it but a lot of their song titles do have utah in the title do they i don't know just don't putting it out there anymore. i think utah's border enough it counts plus you don't have to be in the midwest to be a fan i think modern but baseball is midwest is in utah. modern baseball is in utah and nice. one of their songs is yeah yeah utah nice is, is so, midwest a mindset then yes all right cool it's midwest is who energy. you are not where you are right, midwest yeah. is our demographic you don't have to be in denver Fair Midwest is having opinions on inner city rap music <laughs> as a bunch of suburban white kids. <laughs> no, but I am really curious actually if the Pocket Cast gangs like Midwest because I mean, come on, you guys are right there. But anyway, okay, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus My GPA by Mom Jeans. I have made fun of that band's name so many times I've never heard them. <laughs> I'm just like, who names their band that? I want to be. Is that up life. there with Hot Dad? And you, all of those like emo band you will quickly, names. mom, dude. You will quickly find out Midwest emo names. Literally, literally, they do not care. Literally. Oh yeah, no, it's stuff like mom jeans that keeps me away from that genre. It could be good. I just I, yeah, just well, adjective sports ball guys. <laughs> it, um. Okay. Yeah. Like or hate the name. Song is fantastic. It has great drums in it. Just these really punchy drums, and then at the end. Oh man, they do this like crowd sing thing together, and there's this trumpet that goes ham, and it is just so good. I just Midwest emo just has this vibe to it that I just can't get enough of. And this song, they nail it. I'm a sucker for the brass in the in the Midwest emo, and this song just does it for me. So fair play, nice. Yeah, I've been listening to just it. the knowledge that brass only appears in so many Midwest emo songs because they're band kids who need something else <laughs> Ex- to do. Literally, that exactly. fills me with joy. Yep, that puts it right here. Yeah, junior yep. high training. That's yep. that is like, pretty cool. Literally, they're playing brass off of 
brass one and two in junior high. That's their classes Beautiful. they took. And <laughs> honestly, if your horn lines are more complicated than that, go back to the 90s swing revival. Nobody wants you anymore. <laughs> Play ska. All right, Logan. <laughs> or is Streetlight Manifesto still doing things? I think they're on hiatus, but they are still a band. That's so sad. They did break up, so I mean, this is technically a comeback. They did a tour. I just don't know if they're actively making music. Mm. Last album came out during my senior year of high school, so. They're great. They only have one album that sucks, which is not something I can say about many bands. I like all three of them, but anyway. Really? Songs of Revolution? Yeah, see? You don't like it. Isn't that a (laughs) Catch-22 album? No, no, no. They did Keys Be Nights, which was a cover album for Catch-22. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the acoustic one then, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's also pretty good. I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, oh, anyway. Yes. Anyway. Wait, Jameson Griffin just said Midwest emo is the only good thing in Illinois. Boom. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, man. There are Shout other out to Chicago hardcore. I, <laughs> well, take it up with him, but I, Jameson. I'm with you, Jameson. I'm with you. Shout out to Chicago hardcore. Mm-hmm. Nothing powers our angst like negative two degree humid winters. <laughs> Pain. All right, Logan, you're bop. Come on, my guy. Let me tell you about a little guy named Clarence Clarity basically makes uh the most perfect pop songs imaginable i really have hardly anything to say about this guy other than he exists in basically what i consider to be the ideal of artistic integrity creativity and messaging in music um everything he does i think i've described him a few times before he his songs sound like a 90s boy band track but the way he sings sounds like he's in chronic pain (laughs) and his production is all like on the surface romantic garbage like boy bands used to be but containing a lot of hidden elements of like internet misery and uh 21st century existentialism so i think there is a lot to unpack there and even if i don't like a clarence clarity song he's never been off brand so i'm gonna go ahead and recommend Next best thing, a track featuring one of the few guitar solos I've ever cared about. It's this twisted, warped affair that just drags the whole song down with it into into chaos. And then finally, a lovely, sugary, sweet chorus or spite. Mm. Mm. That's good. Fair enough. That's good. All right. Cereal box material. (laughs) (laughs) You can read it at the table during breakfast. Um, Anyway... The only thing I've really listened to for the last like 24 hours is a uh, Dallas hardcore band Power Trip. Their vocalist Riley Gale passed away yesterday. Really cool dude. Had the opportunity to meet him a few times. Very down to earth. Very smart too. But uh, in short story, in like eighth grade, I first discovered hardcore and I just figured it was kind of like a dead thing. It existed in the past. And then during my freshman year, they released their EP Armageddon Blues and I was just blown away. It was so fast, so heavy and just insane to say the least. And they're a band that I was like very glad to have seen multiple times over the last decade. But uh, anyway, it's going to be the title track from that EP, Armageddon Blues. It's just, it's such a track. I've listened to it so many times in the last day. I can't wait to listen to it. And that. even before that, like, I mean, I've been listening to it for 10 consecutive years. Like, Power Trip was that band. It's like, no, Hardcore's still alive and well. And I mean, you can ask any of the guys here at the table, people listening. They can attest to the fact, especially Aaron, because he's known me this entire time. Hardcore's been a thing in my life as long as Aaron's known me. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's the most hardcore person I know. He is. He, he he's and I mean that legit. Yeah, no, it's not. A joke. I don't mean that. He legitimately has hardcore in his blood. Like, yeah, legitimately. Uh, okay, 
I would have to say I returned to a track this week, not a new one. Uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg, she she's definitely a plant. Her father <laughs> is French musicians. Okay, he had a huge reputation, I believe, in the '60s and '70s, kind of as like lounge funk. Interesting. I mean, like a, a sound that definitely has been adopted by other people and kind of like, I don't know what you want to call it. It's like, it, it, it's electronic music. Like, take Daft Punk, but go hipster da- Daft Punk. Ooh, it's like that kind it. of... Anyway, they all idolize this guy. And so um, she did an album with a band that... It's two individuals, actually. They're also French, who really embody that sound. They're, they're called Air. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. But her first album was written with Air. Her second album she did with Beck and then her third album, she actually did collaborate on a few tracks with members of Daft Punk. So she, she has some clout and she's pretty cool. Uh, the song's called heaven can wait. It's from the album she did with Beck. It's a very cool song. I, I really think it has a cool vibe to it. And more than anything, the music video is so cool. It's like cuts every two seconds and every cut is like very enjoyable just to look at like it's very interesting it's like they created like these really abstract it's not weird like artsy fartsy it's like uh, like a uh, like a overweight guy with a pie being thrown at him while he's standing on an alligator and it shows that for two seconds and then it shows another one for two seconds and it's just a chill song it's a very cool video anyway i i definitely returned to that track and really enjoyed it this week so heaven can wait nice all right nice all right newicks we did it. Another week. We didn't have Damon, but next week he'll be back. He'll so be back. Don't worry. <clears throat> What's the deal this with is, airline food? This is such a bad idea. Cut his mic. Oh Cut his gosh. mic. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>